Back into Main Street Sports today, JP, alongside uh, Mo Patton. JP, I'm filling in for Chris today, so you'll get to see a little bit more of me. Take that for what it's worth, there, Mo. But uh, uh, happy Thursday to everyone out there. And um, high school basketball, man, it is prime time, Mo. And uh, you've had some good ones last night. We'll talk to you a little bit, but we got some good ones coming up this weekend as well. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Um, and before we um, before we get into Coach's Corner with one of those good ones. We missed our top story in the first. Yeah, we didn't get to fit that in. So uh, you want to knock that out? Uh, We can hit it real quick. Um, Again, opening kickoff, pro football coaching changes and hirings. (laughs) Again, another Chris Yow thing. uh, Well, as I mentioned, pro. (laughs) Because um, in addition to the Denver Broncos and the Chicago Bears announcing their new coaches in the NFL, the USFL has completed its head coaching roster as former MTSU offensive coordinator, among other things, um, Larry Fedora. That's right. I forgot about that, Mo. Yes. It's a long time ago. Well, I'm old. No. <laughs> you said it. I <laughs> uh, know. Um, Larry Fedora, the hat, former Southern Miss yeah. and former North Carolina head football coach, will take over the New Orleans Breakers when they convene yeah. in Birmingham next month so not sean payton he's not going to slide over to the us sean payton is not making the transfer the the transition from the nfl to the usfl that would have been one Uh, great catch tell you what no doubt who is going from the nfl to the usfl however is the stash He's still rocking that thing, isn't he? Oh, Jeff Fisher? Can't yeah. stop, won't stop. Uh, what, hey, with the stats of that, why would you? Well, there you go. Former Tennessee Titans coach Jeff Fisher has been named coach of the USFL's Michigan Panthers. Okay. So Panthers? The Panthers. Where'd they get the Panthers out there? That's what they've always been. Is, it, is that what they've always yeah, been? Yeah. Well, hmm. I mean, that's what Chris texted us, and, and if he don't know, don't nobody yeah, knows. That's true. That's so, true. Yeah. Um, again, in the NFL – the Denver Broncos hired um, Green Bay offensive coordinator Matt Eberfuss. Not sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and the Chicago Bears, the Bears, mm-hmm. hired um, former, I think, Indianapolis defensive coordinator. No, the Bears hired Eberfuss. The Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett. Excuse yeah. me. All right. Green Bay OC. Matt Eberfuss. Colts defensive coordinator now taking over the Chicago Bears and young quarterback Justin Fields. So be interesting to see how that works out. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, the Jacksonville Jaguars are trying to bring former quarterback Brian Leftwich. Yeah, good back. for Leftwich, bad for Titans, right? He's a good I'm coach. not sure if it's good for Leftwich. I mean, he is a good coach. Yeah. I'm just not sure he's going to get the chance to show it there. You hope so. I mean, with Martin, La- I mean, not Martin Lawrence, <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> what's up <laughs> yeah uh with large there <laughs> jerome's in the house <laughs> <laughs> yes 
um, what, he, what he said. Yes. Anyway, um, the, I think left which is concern in Jacksonville is um, the GM Trent Balky. That's true. He's kind of balking <laughs> at that. So we'll see how that goes. Right. Anyway, a um, couple of pieces of art where we want to give out real quick before we get to West Long, right. as if we've not made him wait long enough oh he's got to be enjoying this this conversation uh, the into win life team of the week presented by custom stone handlers goes to the independence boys basketball team for a pair of two-point victories last week the eagles defeated ravenwood 74 72 last wednesday and then doubled up with a 51 49 win on friday a televised 51 49 win over franklin on friday so um Back-to-back victories prior to last night's tough one over at Central. But the Independence Eagles are into win life team of the week. And our MTBJ, Middle Tennessee Bone, I'm sorry, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic player of the week from Zion Christian is Wesley Riggins. Average 20 and a half points and nine boards in back-to-back victories for Zion right. Christian. Um, 19 and 11 on Friday in a big win over Frank Hughes. 22 points. In a big win over Covenant Christian, who they see again tonight. Okay. That's getting it done, though. No doubt. So, those are our pieces of hardware that we wanted to give out, and we want to get to Summertown Coach Wes Long. The number seven Eagles travel south tomorrow night, take on Loretta. Coach Long, appreciate you taking some time with us this afternoon. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you all. Um, survived one at your place the last time you played Loretto, 15-48 back on January 11th. Um, since won three games, uh, took a loss to Columbia Academy up here in Columbia. But, you know, what? what is your, um, I guess, what are your expectations as you go south on 43 for this one tomorrow night? You know, I, I think we're playing pretty well right now. Uh, we did survive one at our place a couple of weeks ago, but you know, I didn't feel like we played particularly well. I think we turned it over 20, 22 times uh, in that game. Um, you know, so I think there's obviously a lot of room uh, that we can get better. Uh, you know, but I don't think uh, Loretta was uh, particularly healthy at that time. Uh, but I think we're playing some of our best basketball right now. Uh, you know, the loss at CA, giving up 84 points, was not something that we really wanted to do. But uh, I feel like we've had a pretty good game plan both times we've played those guys uh, and executed it. Uh, just let it get away from us for about four minutes. Uh, so hopefully we can continue to play well uh, like we have the last couple of games and uh, carry that to Loretta tomorrow night. Since that 84-73 loss to Columbia Academy, defeated Giles County 77-73, uh, defeated Mount Pleasant 78-48, and a couple of nights ago a 76-34 win over Lewis County, all in District 10 AA play. Wes, uh, it looks like the transition from Class A to Class AA has gone about the way we on the outside looking in kind of expected it to, as as in not missing a beat. Uh, you, you know, I, I'm glad it looked like that to y'all. You know, there was just a lot of question marks going into this season. Uh, you know, graduating three starters uh, last year, you know, we felt like we, we may have to hit the reset button just a little bit, but, uh, you know, having somebody like Gavin, uh, Gavin Burleson, uh, playing for us and carrying a lot of the load has really helped, uh, you know, bridge that gap for us. You know, we had some really, uh, other guys step up, 
and play well that we really weren't expecting. We've had a couple of freshmen step in and play well, uh, and then some, some upperclassmen that wouldn't get as much time. They've really stepped in and, and have shot the ball well and really defended uh, to, you know, kind of get us off to this really good start. Gavin Burleson, Class AA Mr. Basketball, um, hopeful. Gavin Burleson averaging mm-hmm. 26.7.1 rebounds, 3.9 assists per game for the 17 and 5 Eagles, who again are ranked number seven in the state. Um, tell me what you like about him. I, I, there's plenty to like, obviously. There is. You know, Gavin's done so much for us since he was a freshman. Uh, you know, he's just, he's, he's more than a scorer. You know, he's been such a joy to coach. Because uh, he, he leads us in every statistical get, category, you know, and he shows up and practices and plays hard every day. Uh, and, and he's really just a great teammate. You know, he's one of those guys that it's really easy for his other teammates to kind of fall in line with. Uh, they enjoy playing with him. You know, Gavin's the type of guy that, uh, you know, when he talks, uh, people are going to listen. And, and, you know, every coach wants a, wants a guy like that. Um, so, you know, it, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a sad day when, when Gavin when Gavin leaves us here, uh, but you know he's he's one of those guys that have definitely left. Uh, he'll leave Summertown uh, a better place than than what he found it for sure. You know, Wes, you talk about him leaving, but I mean, when is the last time that there's not been a Burleson on the boys' basketball team <laughs> I, at at it, Summertown? Because it's been uh, it's been several years. Now, yeah. You, I, I saw. Obviously, you get used to seeing him. You see Grayson and and. Earlier this year, a Kurt Burleson snuck into the box score, and I'm like, another one. You know, he is, you know, and he he's not a brother, but uh, you know, it's you know, it's the same family. Uh, and Kurt, you know, he's another freshman that uh, has kind of found his time on the floor. Uh, he's got a great knack for the ball. Um, so you know, I think I think we're set up pretty good for the next few years um, with a lot of guys. You know, Cole Campbell's another freshman that's really uh, played well for us this year. So. We've got some underclassmen that are ready to kind of fill in uh, when these when these seniors uh, graduate. And it looks like Caden Trotter is overcoming his his lineage pretty well for you. He is, you know, poor guy. You know, anybody that uh, that has to put up with with his dad, you know. But uh, you know, Coach Trotter such uh, was my coach in high school, and and you know, as, I'm as, sorry, uh, <laughs> really, I know it. I know it, it helped us. Helped us in, in many ways, but uh, Caden, Caden is, uh, is a great leader. You know, he's, he's almost a double double about every night with ten and eight. Um, but uh, you know, uh, Caden, Caden's a guy that, that you can't replace. You know, we're a different team with Caden on the floor. Uh, you know, and, and and hopefully he can he can stay injury free and stay out of foul trouble enough to uh, to help us make a run. Wes, JP here. Uh, I, when I talked to you earlier in the season, following a big win against Lawrence County, you talked about. Uh, if you could play defense like that the rest of the season, you'll be in good shape. Are you getting to where you want to be on that defensive side of the ball now that you're heavy in district play? You know, I don't know that we're ever going to quite get there. Um, but I think we're, we're making progress. We're taking a couple of steps in the right direction. Uh, you know, our biggest problem is is we just give up too many easy ones, whether it's gambling or whether it's, whether it's just a silly live ball turnover. You know, uh, our turnovers on the offensive end have really not helped our defense much because we allow teams to get going. We've really got to cut those out uh, and just take away the easy layups. If we can just kind of keep our guy uh, from a straight line drive and just contest jump shots, I think I think you'll see a big difference, you know, and that's something that we've really been working on.
what do you what do you take from the first meeting as Loretta that you can uh, use in uh, in the second meeting? Uh, obviously, our defensive efforts. You know, we've got to build on that. I think it's been our best defensive performance of the year. Uh, you know, holding a team like that to forty eight. Um, you know, we've got to try to duplicate that somehow. You know, we're going to have to mix it up some. Um, but you know, anytime you can hold a, a Tobias Simone's. Uh, with his size and seven points. You know, I thought Caden Trotter did a great job on him that night. Um, you know, is that going to happen again? Probably not. Um, but we've got to find ways to make just enough plays uh, to pull it out, you know, because, you know, if anything, what we take away is it can be done. You know, Loretta's been so dominant the last four or five years. Um, you know, just the confidence of pulling that close one out against them. Uh, hopefully we can carry that into the tournament. It's going to be fun, Mo. It is going to be fun. I'm looking. By, by the way, Wes, I don't know if you heard earlier. Mo Mo um, told us this will be his first time down to the barn. What a better oh, introduction man. into that environment than when summertime, when you guys are going to be down there. Well, I hope we don't disappoint. You know, I hope we can. Uh, <laughs> I hope we can play with them and play well enough. To get a good game. I don't know if it'll be as good as last night. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't that something? I'll tell you, Wes, it was funny looking up and seeing you up there and looking up and seeing um, Chad Hall, the girls coach from Richland up there yeah. and, and some other folks. Um, I guess that Wednesday night um, did some good for you guys, huh? It, it did. And, you know, Nick Campbell and I are such good friends. You know, we, we kind of lean on each other a lot. Talk quite Be a careful bit, who you say that to, uh, Wes. He said hey, it in know, public, it you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'll I'll claim it was good to finally get out there and see his team play. And, and, you know he's got a really talented group. I was glad to I was glad to finally catch his his game. That's great. West Long, Summertown Boys basketball coach, the number seven Eagles travel Friday night down to Loretto for the Uncivil War. Hey, thanks for joining us here on Main, on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. Renee Hart and and her folks serving up. A lot of great stuff over there. Be sure and go check them out. Wes, thank you for your time, and we appreciate it. Good luck tomorrow night. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. uh, There you go. Yep. That's going to be a fun one, Mo. I'm glad you're going to go see that. And um, those guys are – they're kind of under the radar a little bit. Ranked, of course, Mm -hmm. but they're a little under the radar. Well, their first year in yeah, AA uh-huh. and that kind of thing. So, yeah, but don't ever sleep on Summertown, no matter what classification they're in. There you go. Don't ever sleep on them. All right. Uh, we got a lot to uh, still get to here on the program. More high school hoops. Uh, Mo talked about that Central Independence game. You were there last night. He'll tell us all about it. So stay tuned. That's coming up here on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joints. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. 
custom stone handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today. JP Plant filling in for Christian along with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton on this Thursday. This week has flown by. Uh, by the way, we're back in the studio. You and I are. Um, Chris, of course, uh, a little under the weather, so we hope he's uh, feeling better. But it's but it's good to be back face to face, Mo. Well, you know what's interesting is Chris has been in the he studio has. and we've not. <laughs> That's right. So now Don't we're in the studio and he's not. Nah, so nah. ideally, we can get all three of us One in the same soon. place at the same time yeah. here pretty soon. But um, yeah, um, as as Wes alluded to in the last segment, Wes Long, the boys' basketball coach down at Summertown. Um, there was a pretty big ball game last night, a little Wednesday night action. Um, as independents travel to Columbia Central, the last two unbeatens in District 12, AAAA. Nice. <laughs> or 12-4A, depending on your preference. Anyway, um, Columbia Central goes in 16-2, and two. independents goes in 18-4, and four, and it was everything that those numbers would – indicate that it might be came down to a couple of free throws at the end by Q Martin with 4.1 seconds left, knocks them both down. Jet Montgomery's off balance three pointer just before the buzzer went begging and the lions deal. The Eagles, a 63 62 decision. Um, we've got coverage of the game. We've got box scores, which will show that Q Martin scored 26 and Jet Montgomery 17. And who else scored? Uh, we've got pictures and we've got videos of the final two sequences. Q's free throws, Jet's desperation shot, all on MainStreetMurray.com. So go check that out. Yeah, that's, uh, that is obviously uh, the place. And, uh, you know, it's interesting having Wednesday night basketball. How did that feel, by the way? I mean, did it feel that you? It's probably this no different than the other day. I don't for you, think it was right? any different. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I, I think 
I think the crowd was more there for the game than for the Wednesday night specifically. Again, um, like I said, Chad Hall from Richland was up there. Wes Long was there. Uh, those were the only two coaches that I saw. Yeah. I would not be surprised if there were more because, again, pretty big ball game. And by playing it on an off night, you had an opportunity for that kind of thing to to occur. You know, sort of like a Thursday night football game. Was this a makeup, I guess? It Because – Murray County Public Schools were gotcha. in remote on Monday. Gotcha. They were unable to practice. This game had originally been scheduled for Tuesday. Um, Nick Campbell proactively pushed it back because he didn't want to go into that game without any practice. I don't blame him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, that's how that came about. Okay. Yeah. Um, nice crowd. Um, wasn't the crowds that – Long-time Columbia Central fans got used to in the old facility, but I, I don't, you know, I don't know if we're ever going to get back to that, to be honest. But, but um, again, obviously a game that was deserving of the attention that it drew, and um, don't want to overlook the ladies in this ball game as Columbia Columbia Central's girls picked up a fifty-seven thirty-five win. Josie Parks getting eighteen, Janiah Riley fourteen in that win as as the Lady Lions um, under first-year coach Megan Moore continuing to to surge in the right direction. But um, but again, this this guy's game. We talked earlier in the week when the Associated Press top ten polls came out. Neither of these teams were in it, and um, as a Long-time AP voter, I hesitate to to throw anybody under the bus, but the fact that neither <laughs> of these teams is at least receiving votes in the top ten is is pretty pretty amazing. Hopefully, after you know seeing this, you would think the what Columbia is doing, and they're doing it up a classification from where they well, I, I guess they moved up with everybody else to that top. Yeah, one. yeah. I mean, they you know from a from a um, enrollment yeah standpoint columbia central in basketball is probably going to be among the top schools in the state from an enrollment standpoint so so yeah it's um they they moved up this year with the new four class mm -hmm. system as did independence and and really i think both these teams are deserving of consideration even independence with the loss they're still 18 and 5 um Columbia Central's only two losses to this point are to Lebanon, which is ranked, and to um, Pope Prep in Division Two, Double A. By the way, almost beat undefeated Brentwood Academy earlier this week. Lost by two points, or, or Friday night, I think it was. So yeah, but at least they are. Both these teams are getting their due in the midst in the um, Main Street Preps rankings. I believe Columbia is fifth this week, and Independence is fourteenth, and. Um, Columbia certainly holding holding steady with with that victory last night. They play Friday at Overton, and that will be a boys only game. Okay. Apparently, um, the the Overton girls coaching staff opted not to play the return game, so that'll be a seven o'clock start in Nashville for Columbia Central and Overton boys, and then on Saturday. Nolansville comes here, okay, and that one's a makeup as well. But that's a five o'clock start with the um, the girls, and then the boys will follow. So, 
speaking of the the new classification, the the fourth classification, the Williamson County schools were kind of broken up. Columbia got mixed into that. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of having seen now half a season and, and some district play, is it going about how you thought it might? Where how would you rank kind of at the top of these two? I didn't really have a feel for how yeah. it was going to go because there were a lot of coaching changes in Williamson County over this past yeah. off season. Brentwood boys and girls both have new coaches. Um. Independence boys and girls both have new coaches. Um, you've got Hillsborough and Overton both mixed into that 11 for a district with Franklin, Brentwood, and Centennial. And then you've got a Nolansville team that came up from Class AA into this district, this, this 12 for a district with Independence Summit. Columbia Central and Ravenwood. So there were there were some unknowns there. Didn't really know how to how it was going to shake out. But I tell you, saw Franklin last Friday night against Independence, and they look really good. They've got a six five junior Jack Medalli who who is really tough, and that was a big win for Independence. I think that fifty one forty nine victory that they got on Friday. So, um, but there's a lot of talent and a lot of good teams and a lot of good coaching going on in that region. The top four teams from each of those two districts will go to the region six for a tournament. So that'll be fun. Where's that going to be? Do you know? Not sure yet. I'm not sure if that's been set, but um, got a lot of folks trying to stay out of that four or five game (laughs) basically. So see how that goes. Um, That's going to be battle all the way through. If you can get out of that, uh, you maybe like your chances in that sub-state sectional round mm-hmm. uh, for sure. So, all right, uh, first half is in the books. Halftime coming up. Uh, Mo and I will um, – it looks like Christmas tree decor when it's coming down. Have you got your stuff down? I guess we'll talk about that on the other side. I, like, um, I may have to confess on some things, so, so stay tuned. Halftime coming up. Uh, second half, we'll talk with uh, Michelle Vopel. Uh, ESPN.com, who covers um, all of uh, women's basketball, and uh, we'll get her insights as well. So all that uh, coming up here. Uh, Main Street Sports today. JPN for Chris and the Hall of Famer Mo Patton will be back after this short timeout. 